God loves you, X, Y, and Z. And trust me, that makes a big difference. Having gone through counseling in my life, in my marriage, and having experienced something very similar to what the story you've told, mm. I can say that having not, having a spouse who didn't experience what you're just talking yeah. about, it they might not realise, but it could be a root problem. Right. It can cause so many problems. And until you go back into counseling and you discover and you see just exactly what you've told you, mm. you won't know. Mm. That's why that's why you're you asking know. the questions. You're not asking the questions so that it's like, okay, cool, I know that now. Okay, what next? That's not really how to look at it. Like you have to look at this as a, a journey of discovery. Like life is all about discovery. Even up to now, sometimes I look back at pictures, my mum might send me something, and I'm like, oh, what happened to that person? Or mum, like, growing up, why this? Why that? And I can't lie. I'm gonna be very honest. As much as I have a great relationship with my mum and dad, there were time there were moments where, you know, especially like maybe growing up as a PK and there's certain things that happen to us as a PK and sometimes I remember and I'm like yo I'm going to ask my mum and dad no mum and dad like remember when we were 10 and we went to so so and so and you know like this happened to us and you didn't back us like it felt really unfair like it felt like it really challenged us and they were like okay you know what this that and the third and I remember like a couple like maybe like eight years ago one Christmas I had a hard conversation with my mum and dad and I can't lie, I was so angry. I wept. Like, it was Christmas Day. Like, everyone was in jail. And, bruh, that Christmas Day turned into something else. But off the back of that conversation, not only did I learn more about my parents, but it also helped me heal as well. Because for a long time, I hadn't realized that uh, there was an anger that I had deep inside me that was connected to some certain moments around this particular topic. And unless <laughs> I, I challenged that or asked questions and recognize what it was the, that deep-seated area in my life that I didn't recognize until that day I would have just been flowing and going and going isn't isn't that what the issue is then you had feelings attached to that particular thing yeah but because of the, the I don't I don't and this is not a defense mechanism yeah I don't have any feelings right towards my dad being here or not being here right I don't know if it's because I'm cold-hearted yeah. or because I'm a strong character yeah but I don't have any feelings towards... I think... Like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I didn't have a dad growing up, and what if my dad was here, and what if my dad was able to take me to football, mm. or what if my dad was able to just... I sit on my dad's lap. Mm. Like, them sort of things, to me, it's like, them things are all fantasy. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying it. That comes down to your personality and you being a solutions-orientated person. Yeah. So because... And this, again, it comes down to knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. Because you are the kind of person that's like, this is the card I've been dealt, doesn't matter what's happened in the past, how do I fix this? Or yeah. what do I do with what I have in my hands right now? Yeah. I think that's why you haven't allowed yourself to get to a place where you're like, okay, what am I like? Or you haven't allowed yourself to feel. Mm. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but what I'm saying is, and as Iman said, you still need to ask those questions. Because mm. fair, fair enough, you might have the cards in your hand now and that's that, and yes, you need to move forward, but you cannot make sense of the future and where you're going without understanding your past. Mm. Break that down for me. It sounds good, but break it down for me. <laughs> like Iman was saying, as you're a father now, mm. and as you need to understand yourself, understand mm -hmm. your emotions, understand how you communicate with your wife, understand mm. how it comes out in your parenting style, even understand how that comes out with your friends. Mm. You can't know who you are as a person and why you react to certain things in a certain way if you don't take time to look back and explore the past. Yeah. Why can't I do that without knowing the ins and outs of me and my dad's relationship. Like how does how well, does think, how does me understanding my past and my dad affect my communication, my wife, my friends, my family? But that's it would have had some sort of effect. Why yeah. do you think that? Because 
God's I think innately God's design for us is for us to have a mother and a father. There are things that a mother can give. Yeah. And I say this as somebody who didn't have a father, so this is not disrespect. Yeah. But there are some things. My mum cannot be a dad to me. No matter yeah. how no matter how oh, yeah, close course, we are, mm. no matter how tight, how, as amazing as our relationship is, mm. as a woman, as a daughter, there are things that only my dad yeah. could have given me yeah. mm. in terms of self like the way I view myself, the way mm. I, I allow myself to be treated because the first man in my house treated me a certain type right. of way. Yeah. Mm. The yeah. way I see what the role of a man who's the head of the house should be because that's what I experienced at home. Mm. And it even shows up in my relationship with God mm-hmm. in how I communicate with God. I grew up with a dad who made a lot of promises that he did not fulfill. Right. Mm. And so now when I pray as an adult, I go to God and I'm like, oh, it's okay if you won't if give you me X, Y, Z. That's or okay. I pray for something and it's been two or three months and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, maybe maybe it's something wrong with me. Maybe yeah. I need to change maybe it. The wrong thing. But the thing is, who God is hasn't changed. God right. is God says he's a promise keeper. So he's going to do what he says regardless of the way I approach him. Right. But because of how I've seen, because of what I saw in my relationship with my dad, yeah. I, go, I, I can't even expect God to, to be a, a promise keeper to me because I don't feel like I, I'm worth that because that's what my dad modeled to me at home. Right. And that's something I know. And I know, and I can see how it affects my walk with God. Mm-hmm. So therefore, for me to understand, like because I know and I, I see and I understand what my, my past is and how it shapes me as a person, I've done the work. And so now I can consciously be like, I have to consciously tell myself, that's not who God is. Mm-hmm. God is the father, he's a promise keeper and he loves me regardless. Mm-hmm. So even though I still it still shows up now, I, I have to consciously tell myself, and you can't do those things if you don't, if you haven't seen, or if you don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thanks for sharing, actually. I appreciate it. I appreciate your honesty and transparency. To be fair, um, I do probably think, like sometimes I might think, is my personality and character partly down to a lack of father. Mm-hmm. Um, what aspects of your personality? What that's just that's in general. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember, email, I don't know if you remember, I've done um, a room on Clubhouse on fathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember, I remember. Um, And I remember in building up to it, because obviously I'm hosting a room, but someone thought it was smart to throw it back on me. And I think at that point, I started thinking, I started thinking, hmm. Because obviously I've never really sat down with myself and thought, what would life be like if, my, if I was in EMS position, for example? So I think at that time, I thought to myself, I wonder if I, if part of me is the way I am because of a lack of dad. So, for example, you say I'm solutions focused. I imagine I'm solutions focused because I never had a dad around. Mm. Or I imagine I'm funny because I never had a dad around. Or As a trauma response. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what trauma response is, but if that's what it is, then fair. You know how loads of comedians... It's a coping like, mechanism. yeah. Loads of comedians. Dad weren't there, so you just have to laugh. Like, oh, oh, oh. Like, this is, this is like it happens on Twitter. Something bad happens, and, and then like, it happens. Yeah. Oh, oh, like, oh, okay. To yeah, lighten yeah, the yeah. mood or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, there's like nothing. Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so, just, this is me thinking, I'm just trying to find certain personality traits. Right. And I think, is it because of X, Y, Z? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm just trying to think. Because I, I, I don't know what life would be like with a dad there. Mm. Whether he's good or bad, mm. I was just trying to think what would life be like. Mm. If my dad was there, would I be angry? Mm. Would, I always, would I have been on yeah, the road? Might, I mean, you probably mm. might. You might have been, especially mm. if your dad wasn't giving treating you the way that you wanted to. But yeah. at least then you could identify it back to a root and you can solve that problem mm. because you know the root and the cause. Yeah, no, of course. I do agree. I do. I mean, I would love to know if, if I am the way I am because of lack of dad. Do you know what I mean? So, so you might say to me... Um, 
yeah, Gabs, the reason why you study hard is because you never had a dad to teach you. And I mm. might be like, oh, that's quite interesting. Mm. Or, or Gabs, the reason why you care for people so much is because you never had da- a dad to care for you. Right. So that's why you try to care for others. And others. I think, oh, okay. Yeah. But that's really interesting. And that, like and that could be very much true, yeah. Mm. Like anxiety. Like I can trace the exact source of why I'm an anxious person. I know exactly why I'm anxious. Mm. Why you're anxious? Like, probably because I grew up in a household where I saw domestic violence, but it wasn't mm. like domestic, like, and my dad was very temperamental, so you didn't know what day he was going to be angry and just lash out. Right. And I distinctly remember the physical effects of anxiety as a child, growing up and knowing, oh, my dad's not in a good mood and having like having belly pains and needing to use the toilet. Wow. And so I know because I, cause I grew up, and anxiety was very, very normal for me because in my day-to-day life, if I have a, it, you just don't know what mood your dad's going to get. Mm. That is obviously stemmed into my adulthood. Is that you thinking or is that from what you've gone through with therapy? Like, did you figure this out by yourself? or is uh, this... No, it's probably a bit of both. So when you say a bit of both, so on the therapist side, is the therapist asking you questions to unravel certain things? Yeah, but I already knew because I, I'm quite a... Um, so I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm solutions focused, but I'm also very, I'm a, like a deep thinker. So I'll take time to examine. I'm, I ask the questions. I'm like, okay, so why did you, how did you meet my dad? How did you, like, I ask those questions. Really? You asked yeah, him how she met your questions. dad? Yeah, I asked, I asked my mum. I was like, how did you guys meet? And like, oh, wow. like did you know that my, he was going to be like this? When All of those questions. Oh, wow. I asked. I know the answer to all of those. Is that because you got that, that relationship with your mum? Yeah, and also because I'm curious. And, and obviously when you're young and you think you know it all and you see such chaos growing up mm. you ask the questions to make sure you don't oh, end up you, in that situation yeah. <laughs> so it was a kind of a bit so of so you ask these questions in your young years rather than as an adult now. yeah most of yeah I ask those questions oh, okay, growing okay, up okay. yeah I missed I, I think I missed that boat no you haven't because no, it's haven't never too late as long as your parents it, are alive you, you better it. in fact this is all the more reason this is yeah now that you're a father this is even a better reason these are the best times and I feel like your mum would probably understand a lot more now that you are a father why you are asking those questions Mm. And I think your mum would be willing to, to to share those stuff with you. Remember how we started this this conversation? We we're talking about you like sex, for example. And when you're overthinking, you're you're thinking something, and you're not sharing it with the other person. The other person is thinking something, and they're not sharing it with you. And then mm. you just you just do life without kind of sharing, and you kind of miss the ability to be on the same wavelength. Now you have the ability to do that. Now is a perfect example because now is a perfect opportunity because now you get now you have the ability to father your daughter the way she does deserves to be fathered. But now you also you now have the opportunity to be the man that God has always created you to be mm. by finding freedom. And now, like you like you're reading books, you're going to gym. That's that's all part of the journey, but that's not the journey. end. Mm. Like that's part of the journey of discovery and being like what you would like life to be, you are trying to forge that out for yourself. Yeah. Mm. But a part of that is also being able to ask the questions that helps get you to where you are, whether that's good or whether that's bad. Mm. And you, that bit is a crucial part. This is why people spend so much money on, on counselling because it's kind of like, like the questions that you may be asking may not be the right ones, but they can ask you a question and it's kind of like, wow, I never thought about that. But that question will then get you thinking for the mm-hmm. next three weeks. Mm. That question will then get you thinking, wow, like there's so much more I have to offer, mm-hmm. but I've been locking it in. There's so much I have to give, but I never knew that I had more to give because I thought this is the best that I can give. You never know un- unless you challenge your perception, challenge your mindset, mm-hmm. challenge your way of living. Like, why do you live this way? Why The way that you handle money, why do you handle money like that? The, like mm. uh, what like something that always <laughs> makes like me laugh when I think about you is like 
there was a time where you're like you, you you're not really on. Is it holidays? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what, like why? Like why? Have you ever thought about why you don't like going on holidays? Fear of flight. Fear of flight. And yeah. where does that fear of flight come from? Fear of death. Right. So that could be and like okay, the impact of okay, is that the impact on my family members? Is that a, is that a thing of See, if I die? That's like, the, no one will remember me. Like, see, them things, I, when you said, I think, how did we get there? That's my thinking. My thinking is, how are we associating everything with because how we're parenting? No, because how? everything no, has It doesn't a, necessarily have no, to be about parenting. Everything has a root. But Even like you're yeah. talking about money. I know that some people, some people, you see them, they're so good with money. They're saving all the time mm. because they grew up broke and yeah. they had to live in... A special house, shared housing, and they saw terrible things, and they know that they don't ever want to go back there, so they're right. so scared. So now that I, I understand that, and I completely agree. I definitely understand that because my wife is like that. She's very on money because of how she grew up. Mm. Whereas me, I'm on money because I want to do lifestyle. So I don't, I don't <laughs> see, I don't see the negative. Maybe because I'm, no, just, maybe because I'm Mr. Be. Positive, yeah. but I don't necessarily see like the negative side of things. Yeah, unless it's in my unconscious. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Subconscious. subconscious subconscious yeah <laughs> unless it's in my subconscious but yeah. consciously you ask me why am I on money why do I invest why am I learning trading right now mm. because I see what certain men are doing right. yeah, I see the life that Lex is living right. <laughs> I see the life that Lamry is living I see, <laughs> I see <laughs> the life no, some of my boys are living but the, no but that also speaks to something as well because that also speaks to manhood as well like yes it's, and I'm not saying that it's not good to shine it's good to, it's good to have good things <laughs> But then when what drives you is because you're looking around and you're seeing Lex and you're seeing Lanra and you're seeing all these men do stuff, then it does speak to something in, inside of us. Because it's like, do you want to shine because you genuinely want to shine? Or you you, you want to shine because you don't want to get left behind? You're which, seeing all your boys, which is, like I said, it doesn't always, it doesn't intrinsically necessarily have to be a negative thing. Mm. thing but if you're not doing it for yourself, mm. if you're not doing it because this makes you happy, and it's going to be a sustainable way of living. Mm. And what you're doing is you're just killing yourself to just appear like how everyone's appearing. Which also, and you don't know my man's have... story. You don't oh, yeah, know my man's story. Which is what I was just going to say. And it leads me to my next point, which is who are your role models? Are, are your role models your friends? Because we've spoken you about this. We've yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoken about this. You didn't see <laughs> this at home. You didn't. You don't have anyone at home that you, mm. like, you don't have men at home that you can look for, look out for. Mm. So you're you're looking for role models in all the wrong places. Like that could be part of the problem as well. You don't know. Yeah, I think like was, we did speak about. I think that the it, the idea of role models is very very interesting. Mm. So I didn't grow up with role models. Like someone could argue DWE was my role model. Mm. I wouldn't call him my role model, mm. but somebody <laughs> could argue he was a role model. Um, I used to watch Bishop T.D. Jakes mm. all the time. Mm. We can say he's a role model. I used to read loads of books, Mars Monroe, the list mm. goes on. We could argue that those were my role models. I wouldn't necessarily associate with role models because mm. I see role models as some superior thing growing up. Mm. So I wouldn't necessarily associate with role models. I mean, going back to what you were saying, I, think I definitely agree with the whole, you don't know certain people's story because, mm. you know, social media, people can live a certain <laughs> lifestyle, but mm. you're in your overdraft, mm. for example. <laughs> and I definitely do agree with you. Yeah, you don't always compare yourself to the people around you. You don't know people's salaries, et cetera, et cetera. You don't know mm. what they're doing for their money, all mm. of that sort of stuff. I think for me, I probably like nice things. Now, this probably stems from me not having nice things when I was growing, growing up. up. That right. one, I can yeah. agree, hands yeah. on heart. Yeah. In school, I was wearing some funny trainers in PE, mm. all of that sort of stuff. I didn't really have the nice things. So that's mm. probably where me desiring nice things now. Mm. Um, I think some things, like obviously, like, fair offline and all that sort of stuff I wouldn't necessarily associate many things actually I wouldn't mm. necessarily associate many things to not having a father around yeah no, I'd probably yeah, associate yeah. many things to what I want to achieve okay. 
what I want to accomplish, goals, the lifestyle that I want for myself, my wife, my family. Mm. So I'm more, I will put a positive spin on things. Whereas yeah. a lot of people, how they live stems from their upbringing. Right. Whereas I think how I live stems from where I'm going. Most yeah. people's up, most people though it does stem from the upbringing. Yeah, you know what I've heard. I've heard yeah. this is why loads of people go therapy, loads of people go counselling. I've never been therapy. I've never gone to counselling as in one to one because when the counsellor says why are you here, I'm gonna say I don't know. Everyone on social media. Yeah, but you going. don't have to have a reason. You could just go because you want to get to know yourself better. Want to yeah. know why you why you are the way you are. I can't lie. I think I think counselling would be good for you. I one hundred percent think you should go to counselling yeah. because as you're asking this question, we're not trained, so we're just having a conversation. We're chopping it up mm. and we're giving the, the small small wisdom that we have mm. from life. But mm. we're not professionals, trained professionals who are trained to get to yeah, ask course, the right questions course. and to identify key things. Mm. But already. I feel like we're making progress in those conversations. So yeah, imagine yeah. if you were to go to a therapist who's trained to get these things out of you, mm. I think you'll benefit. And not yeah, to romanticise um, therapy, because I remember earlier you were saying, you know, doing all the work. Therapy is hard mm. because, number one, it takes you to a place that you sometimes deliberately don't want to be in. Yeah. And that's exhausting. Like, I will leave my therapies. I'm not in therapy at the moment. But when I was in therapy, I would mm. leave like being exhausted. Like I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do anything mm. for like two days because I've been somewhere emotionally that I probably have never been before. Mm. And then secondly, the aftermath and the work that you have to do after, like therapy is not some magic cure all. Like you're going to go to therapy, understand yourself better and that's, that's a, it now. Everything's going to be perfect. That's what it seems to me. Because it's not. Mm. <laughs> that's the beginning of the journey. Yeah, yeah, and you have yeah. to, like where we're so like, we've been living a certain way for 33 years, like you have to now actively start being like, okay, identify, I do this because this is what's happened. So now I have to make a conscious effort to do something different. I have to make a conscious effort to communicate how I'm feeling because if I don't do that, then I know that I can I can keep the emotions in and that's not gonna and it's so hard. Like it's hard. Mm. <laughs> I think the aftermath is way harder. And it's mm. you make mistakes and then you beat yourself up and you're like, oh I'm back to the beginning again. It's a constant journey and work has to continuously go into it. Mm. Sounds like a roller coaster, to be fair. Yeah, but it's, it's a it's it's a it's a worthy one because ultimately 100%. you're still bet like it's hard, mm. but I'm a better person now. I'm a better wife. I have a better marriage. I'm a better mum mm. because I I have trying to do the work and That's I understand good. the triggers and I understand if I shout at my daughter one day, I go to her and I say I'm sorry. It's because I was you know overwhelmed and I'm gonna try not to do. Not that to put again. a damp on a therapy, but do you need a therapist to help you do that? Sometimes, because sometimes you won't know, like what you, you don't know what you don't know until you yeah. talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. And and in that case, it's someone who's trained. It's someone who's trained to pull that information out. Obviously, and I'm give at, you the tools. I might be asking these questions, the ones I'm asking now, because I've never been therapist in it. So mm. do forgive. But some things just seem like rocket science. Like, do we need a therapist to tell us that we are communicating a certain way because of X, Y, and Z? It may seem like that, but I think. I think it, you're making it a bit simplistic because yeah. it, it sounds simple. But I, something I wanted to say earlier is that the thing about the human heart, the human soul, is it is a very complex thing. How, we've, how we grow and how we um, do life is a reflection of like the intricacies of our life. So there's certain parts of your life that have been locked away. The key has been thrown away. <laughs> you don't have a clue. Mm. One day someone will say something or something will happen to you and that thing will just come to the forefront of your mind or a flashback or something will happen that will cause you to remember something and take you to a place that you haven't been to in a very long time. That's the human heart. You can't, right now you might be feeling fine. 
this as you're saying this, I'm thinking, raw. This is this sounds like a movie. That's what, no, but that, no, it is. It is. It's kind of like, like, what's that film? Inception. Like, there's some deep places in your soul. Like, everyone is, has it. Now, everyone. why do you say everyone has it? Is that because of what you've heard from people and their experiences? It's how God made us. It's how God made us. So, are you saying God made us to have like negative experiences? No, but no, God not made negative us for... experience. God made us as complex individuals. You can't. This is why. This is why doctors. As good as they are, they haven't gotten to the bottom of how the whole body works. Mm. They're still researching up to this day. Yeah, the there, there's body, people yeah. that are just dedicated to studying the heart mm. and still haven't gotten to the... And there's people that do brain that are researching them and yeah. still haven't gotten to the bottom of how the brain works. And we've had thousands of years of research X, Y, and Z. I think the body might be different to the no, soul. No, but that's what's going to say. Mm. That's the, even easier to examine. You can examine yeah, the body. You, can you can't examine, examine that. the soul because you can't soul, see how it. can you do that? It's, that's a spiritual that's matter. It's a deeper matter. Do you understand? Yeah, do you know, mate? I think you guys know me in it. Yeah. Do you think I'm complex or do you think I'm simple? I think I, I think, think you're more co- complex than you allow yes, yourself yes, to realize. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's not the. Uh, that's you're giving me different answers. No, but that is the answer. Do you to think the I'm question. a complex person or do you We're, think I'm a simple person? Don't no, worry about how no, I see no, no. myself. I think you're a complex person, mar- masking it with As, a simple way of of uh, thinking with a simple about philosophy. Life. Yeah, Why do I you think, agree. Do you think that because everyone else is complex, or do you think that because of me as a person? No. I think some people. Like to, so I, 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 because I'm a bit like this. I see the world in black and white lines. That's just who I am as a person. So if I can't figure out the reason for something, I will, con- I will conceptualize it. I will make it into a concept. And mm. I think you're kind of similar. Like I think that you see the world a certain type of way, and it goes back to being solutions focused. So everything has to fit into whatever your solutions, whatever your boxes are. But that's not the way life is. That's not the way our soul is. Not everything fits neatly into something. So I think. Instead of allowing yourself to be complex and, and get into those complex places, you would rather just put yourself into a simple solution box. And that's why you think you're simple, but you're probably not. I think yeah. I think I agree with 85% of what you just said. I definitely agree with the black and white. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm black and white. I'm simple. Yeah. I think the part I disagree with is creating a box and trying to conceptualise. I don't know what conceptualise means. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the part I, I'm, I disagree with. Like, I don't have time to conceptualise if you know what I mean yeah I'm just very much t- that's what I'm easy, saying that's what, you wanna it, go creams bro let's yeah. go creams let's but go you've already got your determined your concepts are already they're already set yeah. so everything has to fit into what is already set no but I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind knowing about my dad and all that sort of stuff yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so why haven't you asked no, but the when I, when, we asked it. when we asked, you said you have you haven't and you, you don't, don't feel, feel like need. you need exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As in like if my mum sat me down and said, Okay, but do you know <laughs> No, but that's you what you're no, 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 have attitude what you're problem just, because no, of your dad. No, no, but that's no, and that's not what that's not how to look at I would say what I would say, oh swear. No, that's the word. That's say, not you know you have attitude problems because like, that's not how to look at it one. But the point is also you put your mum as responsible for her. To, to tell you I'm I'm what I think what I think what we're both saying is you kind of need to take ownership of your life and your future not just your future but also your life and your life is a is a summation of your your okay. past experiences your mm. present experiences and your your hopeful wants as well because mm. that's a part of it even though we haven't gone to the future it's still your aspirations mm. and I think that you have the opportunity to take <clears throat> take a hold of where you're going with more power, more potency, mm. once you understand where you're coming from. Mm. Like, where, who is Gabs? Where am I coming from? Just like kind of you asked your mum 
where are you from? What are you all about? Okay, where's dad from? What's he all about? Like, you may not understand Nigeria. You may not understand Nigerian politics, but little, little things, they can help you. Okay, cool. So, okay, so was dad raised in an affluent family or was he raised like in a village? Or was he a village boy or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, all of these things make sense. Like, for me, my mum was born and raised in an affluent family. Her dad was a barrister. She came here at three years old. She lived in Essex mm. for many, many years whilst my dad, uh, my granddad was a barrister, but he was a womanizer. Mm. My dad, on the other hand, completely different life. He was a village boy. Mm. His dad, he came from a uh, polygamous family. His dad had multiple wives. Like, um, so, uh, his, my granddad um, was, um, was a babalawo. All of that kind of stuff. Like, mm. but the, there were similarities. Mm. This one was a barrister. Mm. Even though he was a barrister, he was a part of a secret brotherhood mm. that did all of that kind of nonsense. Two different worlds, but it helped. It helped me understand my parents. Like it helped me under. Mm. Like my dad, very what is, like. What is, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. What does that do for you, Eman? Though. I, you're, you're, cause I, what you're telling me yeah. is you've gained knowledge now. Yeah, you're yeah. a historian. It does yeah. make a knowledge. difference. Yeah. But what does that do for you? And and what I also don't understand is what does that do for your daughters? Right. How does that affect how you parent? You Now that you've got this knowledge, yeah. what does that do for you? What does that do for your future? Right. So, I was, I was going to get there, but you asked the question. So, for example, on my dad's side, interestingly enough, even though he came from a polygamous family, family, um, him and his siblings, yes, I think um, from their mum, I think there's about seven siblings, and family was a very big value. Like, very big you look out for your family, you treasure your family, you die for everything. And that's the value that my dad brought to the table. Whereas my mom, the, the barrister dad, affluent lifestyle, the barrister left uh, my mom's mom. So my mom's now had to do life having to fend for herself and fend for her siblings. Part of that journey was their eldest sibling died of an asthma attack whilst, whilst fasting. So there's a lot of trauma that my mom had to go through to be this woman that she is today, now coming together, I, with the way my dad loves my wife, um, his wife, my mum, and has always served her, but also always made family a high value. And then how my mum has always been someone who fends, like she fights, she defends for family, like aggress, like the aggressiveness. I realized that those two people made me who I am today. So the family value of look out for family. Me, I'm a family person. Anyone, my friends, I see them as family. Anyone who's my friend knows I'm, I'm die on the finishing line for you. At the same time, that's I see. I take that from my mom. From my dad's side, I see this family value of you know what we're working this out. When I see my wife, I'm like wherever it is, we're gonna work this thing through. When I see my kids, always remind you, daddy loves you. That's why before I put my girls to bed, we'll pray. And I'll get them to say their affirmations. Well, Ayana can't say affirmations, but <laughs> I hold Ayana. I, I, I speak the uh, um, affirmations over Ayana. Tahila, you you can say it. You're old enough to say it. But this is this is because your dad showed you, right. not because you had knowledge, though. No, I can. Okay, so because I can. If I your can, dad wasn't there, yeah, would you have done this still? We wouldn't know, though, will we? Not necessarily, but the, but at least I can. Yes, he showed me, but I also understand why he is that mm -hmm. way. That mm. is the key. Mm. It's not just him doing it. I understand why he's oh, that wait. way. Okay, okay. It's not just my mom doing certain things. I understand why she's that way. Mm. And then with me, not just 
seeing them and understanding their way, I also understand why I am a certain way. Mm. I understand why I speak like this. I understand why family, I do this with family and I do that with family. Mm. So certain things I've, I've remembered saying to you guys before, like for example, like growing up in a household, if anyone was squabbling, whether that's the parents and the kids, the kids and the other siblings or whatever, that night, Every issue must... We'll have a family meeting. We're sitting down before the sun goes down and we're hashing that thing out. Mm. I think... I, I yeah, think, yeah. yeah. That's, that was a family... That was a very big thing. But I learned that because on one, on my dad's side, yes, family was big. But on my mum's side, they never really got the opportunity. And so, for example, when their eldest brother died, mm. it's kind of like life... It's not promised. Mm. You don't get, you don't, you may not always get opportunities like this. So we can't miss out on an opportunity to kiss and make up just because we're upset and just because we're angry. Nah, mm. there's seven of us in this house. We will love each other. We'll fight for each other. We'll pray for each other. If we squabble, we'll make up. It doesn't matter. But that's what we're going to do as a family. And all the reason why we do that, the reason behind that, it makes sense. So when I want to apply stuff like that to my family, I understand why. I'm not just doing it because, oh, mom and dad did it. I understand that for me, if 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 I want to build a healthy culture of family, I want to make sure that this whether we're squabbling, whether we're arguing, whether things are good, we understand that at the core of everything, mm. life is precious. We may not we may not see tomorrow. Yeah, which so is, we have to love one another. Which is which is very, very good. And like I said before, I definitely commend you guys for that for sure. I think you're you're probably in a position where you can do that because yeah. of what you've seen. Right. Me asking about my mama me asking about my mum and my dad. Yeah can't put me in a position where I can do these things. No, but it can make not, you not, do these not with your mum and dad, but with your family. Yeah. You now have you, you oh, are yeah, now yeah. a family man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you now have you now have the ability to shape what the Ahmadi family looks like moving oh, forward. Oh yeah, of course, of course. That that I completely yeah. agree with. In terms of like my mum and dad, for example, yeah. how they raise the family or yeah. how they supposedly raise the family. Mm-hmm. I could argue that that's not a great example. Yeah. So I can't take that and think, okay, let me run with it. Because yeah. if it worked, they'll still be together. Yeah. Whereas like in your case, you've got the, you've got that side, you've got that side, you bring it together yeah. and it can shape yeah. how you decide to respond um, to certain situations. Mm. I was also going to say, I think one thing, listening to you, I think one thing that I probably lack, and it's probably because I'm not had a father around, mm. is values. Right. So I don't necessarily have somebody that can, like I've never sat, on my dad's lap or right. my mum's lap right. and like they now tell you do this do that do you mm, know what I mean like mm. you know your dad might has instilled values in you you've mm-hmm. now taken it up on board and now yeah. run it with your family yeah. I've not necessarily had that or like not to divert a little but like footballers for example yeah. when footballers like Arsenal footballers are always like my dad did this mm-hmm. my dad told me that mm-hmm. like I was reading an article trust her but he, his dad told him use both feet right. from when he was like a six seven yeah yeah like I've never I don't know what's my dad told me yeah, do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. I've never necessarily had values that, you know, now I'm an adult, I can be like, yeah, my dad told me I do this because of what my dad said. Yeah, so yeah. I've never really had that. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other men, other women would have had that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably one area where I was just like, yeah, Gabs, you're going to have to do work now. Because yeah. obviously my wife, I think a couple of months, maybe about four months ago, my wife asked me, what traditions are we going to set for our family? That, bro, that, this is what I'm saying. I could answer, bro. This is what I'm saying. Now, now, like this is now, good. This it, is now good. is the time where you have to do the hard work so that you shape the family you want to see mm. so that as your daughter and and by God's grace, future kids come into the picture, 
they've got something that they can hold to and go, this is what mum did. This is what dad did. Like, my dad was so amazing. He, did, he didn't just buy me this, but he loved me, he cared for me, he affirmed me, you know. Like, you now have that opportunity. Mm. You, have, you have a princess. You have the ability to be a dad in her life that when she goes to school, she doesn't stop talking about mm, you. Do you mm, understand? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and you, you're you not doing it so that she can talk about you, but, but being such a good parent, it, it doesn't mean that you don't, don't have, won't have challenges, but mm. being such a good parent, it has, it leaves that imprint on your mm -hmm. kid mm. in such a way that, like for me, sometimes I go to school and it's, and like, Toby might go and pick up Tahila and Tahila's like, oh, but where's daddy? I want daddy That's to, my I, I didn't want my daddy, I want daddy to pick me up. It's like, okay, but I came to, yeah, but where's daddy? It's, it's like, because yeah. you know, because on, on the morning drive, I'm playing worship songs. Yeah. We're shouting to the top of our lungs, singing yeah. songs in the car or daddy, where's the one in one whammy song? It's like, like it's, it's all so those cute. little, little it's things so you get. You have, so when Mrs. is asking you, like, what are the values? What are the traditions? It's because it's like, look, now we have that opportunity. That's, when I just wanted to touch on a point, the point of maybe going like back to find out about mum and dad, it doesn't necessarily mean like having to carry on the traits or whatever. What it could also mean is learn from the mistakes, learn from the mm. negatives so that you don't do that moving forward mm. and you can build upon that. Mm. So there's always, there's always a lesson to learn. Whether it, uh, the cliche, oh, turn every L into a lesson. You can actually turn those Ls, those negatives mm. into lessons that you use for the future that will benefit you. Mm. Yes, you're a forward thinking person, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you need to dig back. Like, you know, there's a saying, history repeats itself. Yeah. Sometimes like people are complaining, X, Y, Z, oh, cost of living crisis. Is this the first of cost of living crisis? Mm. But there was a journey that took us there. And the same journeys that it took in the past, different landscape, but it was the same set of sort of things that led them, led people to, to moments like that. Led to recessions. Recessions are not new stuff. It happens because of the, 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 the. You mm. know, you're in the banking system. Mm. It's a repetitive thing and it happens ever so often. So in life as well, like there are lessons that we ought to learn so that, ah, you know what? I'm spotting that thing. You know what? That thing is very toxic and I've seen what it's done for, even if it's not your mom and dad, I've seen what it happened to auntie and uncle. Mm. I've seen this happen to those people in mm. church. You know what? I can't repeat that because I, I know the end of that thing. Mm. That's what you're using hindsight to, to develop better foresight, basically. Mm, mm. I hear that for sure. Yeah. We'll wrap up soon. You want to get a scripture? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, I'll come to you. Just on the values point, I wanted to say as well, as a parent, understanding the values that you want to instill into your child mm. is life-changing. Not just... And values don't always come from the home. They can come from... I was watching somebody's Instagram the other day and she was talking about... Um, private schools and she was saying that one she went to private she homeschools she went to private school to, to figure out kind of like what values she wanted to take home mm. in her homeschooling journey and one of the things that she said that really stuck with me that she saw in the private school was that they instilled values into those children where they felt privileged to be there so mm -hmm. they carried themselves and it's like how you know how we say like we're children of god so we must carry ourselves they carried themselves with an air of like i'm not just anybody i'm a student of this school mm -hmm. so there are certain behaviors that are expected of me and it's the same thing with setting the values and the tone for your family, they're not just any child. They are the um, they're a child of the Ahmadis. So that means that mm. there's a certain level of of grace. There's a certain level of of respect that they they walk around with, and it's something that we try to instill into our children. Like you're not just any. You're an Amo dad. Your dad is a is a literally he's an athlete. He mm. he does everything with excellence. So you can't just be at home mm. and not put your best efforts into everything. Do you know what I mean? These are the little things that you you need to. 
you can get in, in, in therapy, figure out what it is that you, you stand for, who do you want to be, what do you want to instill into your family. Mm. And I just say all of this to end to say that I think this is a, this is a seed that was been planted and it's been started and I really hope that you run with it and you figure out whether it's therapy i really i, I really want you to get therapy <laughs> just because I, I think it will really benefit you but you have to come to that decision for yourself and i'm just hoping that this has at least started something no this was like good pull, this was pull good. something back a little bit and see where you go from here this was good man it's rare it's rare i talk about these things i'll be honest no one no one cares about these sort of conversations no people do and i think that people when i say when i say no one does as in like me and my mates this is not something we speak about do you know what i mean yeah, if i, I didn't have this mean. podcast this conversation would never yeah. ever happen yeah but I think people listening will benefit greatly from, oh, yeah, from of course, what of you've course. shared, what we've all shared, our vulnerabilities, and, and hopefully try and take that on. And yeah. you know what? The honest truth is, I feel like you'll be a better friend if if it takes someone to break the cycle. Yeah. If your friends are not doing this, like your your friends may not know that how much healing they can also receive. Mm. It only takes someone to do the work mm-hmm. before they realize, you know what? Oh, bro, you know what? You've changed, bro. Change, yeah. Bro, I see, I see I the way that you thing. love your wife. I see the way that you love your daughter. I see the way that you love yourself. Like, there's a certain swagger you carry about yourself. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? Oh, bro, you know what? You know, mm. I've been doing this. You know, I've been doing that. I've been intentional with what I take in, what I'm reading, you know, spending time with, you know, um, um, you know, maybe a mentor or something mm. like that. And I'm just, yeah, just working on myself to better myself. Yeah, like, I think trust me. I think there's definitely a lot of hard work that, that needs to be done on the ground. Mm. So even for myself, there's definitely a lot of hard work that I'm doing. Yeah. Obviously the reading, all of that sort of stuff. I'm I'm forever in my box nowadays. Yeah. And it's it's definitely due to the knowledge that I need, the mm. wisdom that I need, the mm. understanding that I need to obviously be that husband, to obviously be that father. Yeah. To obviously be that friend as well. Mm-hmm. And I think work definitely does does need especially I think especially more so as a parent. Mm-hmm. There's obviously a couple couple of books that I've bought recently that I've started reading. Yeah. And it's, they're written by a psychologist. Yeah. And it's 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 lashing me, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding parenting, especially for someone like me who's never been parented in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not having a dad around. Mm-hmm. I think that was that probably drives me more to want to do better. Don't yeah. get me wrong, it's hard, bro. As both of you will know, yeah, like, yeah, parenting, parenting is hard. hard. It's challenging. It's very challenging. Um, 100%. and when I say challenging, I don't mean like like there's some people that have bigger challenges. Yeah. For example, like yeah. their child. Um. Let me know if I say nothing before people start making nice. But you know, people have Adwar, for example. Yeah. Remember that the episode we done with Adwar? Yeah. Her yeah. challenges. Yeah. Like some yeah. people have like cr- uh, me yeah. listening, thinking yeah. I've not challenged, I've not experienced any challenges. Yeah. Just listening to that. Yeah. So obviously, I'm not even saying that like, significant challenges like that. Like, I was even talking to my wife yesterday. Every stage within parenting is a challenge. Yeah. It is. It's a new challenge. Yeah. Do you know what I mean the yeah. challenges we faced three months ago is a yeah. new challenge? Yeah, hundred percent. Why are you waking up at four a.m.? I don't understand. Yeah. You were sleeping through the night before. Yeah. Now yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. evolving, and that's it's, it's it's all new challenges. But yeah. it's hard. But I guess obviously that's when you need to put in the work. How often do I message you about parenting? Bro, me too. It's I'm so, always like, <laughs> I'm sure you're tired of of my messages no, popping no, up. No, because I'm the same. I've been messaging like my child is two years old and she keeps telling me no, and I don't know what to do because I don't want to smack her because I'm trying gentle parenting. I'll just be gentle parenting. <laughs> I don't want to smack her but she keeps telling me no I can't shout at her because that's raising your voice mm. so what do I now do <laughs> mm, it's needed I'll just be asking questions on because I know you replied two seconds <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'll get a response but yeah look it's hard it's challenging my now I definitely appreciate this 
it's definitely been a good conversation. Y'all yeah. been my therapist for real, so yeah, it's been I'll, good. I'll, I'll definitely might sit my mum down one day and ask a few questions. Sooner rather than yeah. later, because yeah. we never know what can, God forbid, any bad thing, but like yeah, you man. say, life it. is not promised. A couple Let's bank holidays coming up yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Cook a nice meal and make it, make it something yeah. nice. Spend some time yeah. with her. Yeah, we'll see what's going on. You know these people have conversations with their mums and it goes left. Remember Adiola, that conversation with Adiola and their mum? Oh, yeah. I won't get into it anyway. That wasn't that bad, though. No, it's bad. You already know what I said. It was bad. I saw a conversation. I won't take it on to you. I thought it was actually really good. No, it's terrible. It's good that they can at least have that conversation. No, it's bad. It's bad. You can't... That Anyway... Um, email <laughs> now, there's another scripture I wanted to bring up, but I'm going to read Psalm 23. Um, the Lord, um, verse 1 um, to 3. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Um, the bit that, obviously this is for everyone, but just an encouragement for, for you, bro, that you know verse 3 he restores my soul um and in order for him to do that in the line before it says he leads me beside still waters i feel like still waters like in order to refresh and restore your soul he has to kind of take you on a journey i think that's that that's what the psalmist was alluding to here and i feel like you know you're already on a journey but i feel Mm -hmm. like god is taking you on a journey where in order to restore your soul he's gonna have to kind of maybe isolate you and bring you to to moments of of clarity great clarity um Amen. and and yeah and pull you away from uh, you know the noise and stuff like that you know i know you've been fasting and stuff like that so maybe part of this is is the journey but mm. yeah I, I really believe that you know god would restore your soul Amen. and Amen. and strengthen your soul so that what you have to give like kind of like what jesus said to simon peter satan has sought to sift you like we but i have prayed and when it's all over, go and restore your brothers. I feel like for you, part of that journey is as you're being restored and strengthened, you know, God would use you for your brothers and, and people that look up to you and people that are called to you, yeah, to go and strengthen them and, and be a light to them and be your source of hope using your story as a <coughs> as an encouragement to them and showing them that, look, that yes, it's not easy, but it is possible to do it. And like, yeah, man. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. It's Real Talk Real Walk. We're signing out. Peace. Peace.